0: You really need to talk to the folks here at Next Level. I've got to tell you, just speaking to the people here, they're fired up. They get it. They've got the right balance, and they're all increasing their income, they're increasing their production. But you're dealing with uh, people that are in the trenches dealing with this, our practitioners, had failures, had successes, learned from it, and it's about helping you, not just like get through the next month, but it's about creating legacy business for yourself. I can tell you that um, you are mission focused, I know you're purpose focused, and I I can tell you that every loan officer that I've communicated with uh, that's been part of your platform has been a raving fan. This is the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast, a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative. You can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And now, Kenneth Travis and Sean Zalmanoff. Hey, friends. If our podcast is moving the needle in your business, don't forget your favorite podcasting Device that you listen on, whether it's Stitcher, iTunes, Google, go leave us a five-star review and help us help other loan officers. So today we are joined by a woman of many names, the Beast, the hardest working <laughs> officer in California, uh, Jennifer Beaston, How are you today?
1: I am good, thank you.
0: So. Uh, I, I just want everybody to. I want to talk about one of the nicknames first. So the hardest working loan officer in California. So so Jennifer is killing it in production this year. Um, she's already closed 160 million, going to be uh, close to you know, and exceed 200 million. Yep. Uh, Jennifer's average loan size, y'all, is only a little over 300 thousand, and she's already closed over 400 transactions this year. So just in case you're like me and you're sitting here in St. Louis and you're like, ah, I can't learn anything from her. She's got those California loans. No, she's got the same, uh, they're still bigger than, than our St. Louis loans. But but she's, she's closing a lot of business to do this and has carved out some amazing niches. Uh, Jennifer, what, what else am I missing in the intro right now?
1: Uh, I mean, I think it's important to note that as a retail lender who's not at a bank, I'm actually licensed in 44 states. And that's a journey that I started last year. And this year, I really amped it up. Um, And because of my platform that I do my business on, that's where I'm going to be seeing my growth is not just California. So I think that's important to note because a lot of people don't get licenses in other states. They stay very localized.
0: And also why your loan sizes are only an average of $330,000 because of these. You know,
1: are- I am the queen of California. If you have a neighborhood with like a 60 or a hundred thousand dollar house, call me. That's my specialty. It's my niche. <laughs> those big loans. I don't even know what those are. If someone calls me with a million dollar loan, I'm like, I- this is Jennifer Beeston. Like, I- <laughs> well,
0: right. I, that's good too. Cause I mean, that's one of the things that, that helps keep us relevant. Going future, go going into the into the years that lay ahead of us. I mean, you know, um, retail lender as well too. Like, we're never going to compete with Chase offering a hundred thousand Sapphire reward points, or City saying, "Hey, if you transfer a few hundred grand into our account, we're just going yeah. to what will beat your rate by a quarter point." That does not happen. So, your yeah. loan sizes are very attainable to being uh, relevant for years to come,
1: There's- and.
0: You, That's uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. They're
1: sustainable.
0: Sustainable, and and you also uh, carved out a niche in how you get business. So uh, you're kind of a YouTube sensation, huh? The,
1: <laughs> for mortgages, yes, I get at least three hundred views. Um, yeah, so I I started doing YouTube. I'm assuming you want me to go through the story of YouTube. Yeah,
0: yeah. tell us about it.
1: <laughs> so I started doing YouTube three years ago. Um, I did it because a realtor partner had recommended. Um, that I start doing videos and he wanted me to do personal videos to clients. And I was like, no, like, just no, like, I'm never going to be like, hi, Bob, I would love to do your loan. Call me like, it's weird. It's super weird. I don't get it. Like, I know there's a lot of people that do that and like, God bless you, but it's not for me. Um, I went straight to YouTube because I have people asking the same questions all the time. How do I get my credit score up? Um, and also it was like a great place where if I see something happening a lot and it's pushing me over the edge, I can talk about it, educate people, um, and at the same time solve a problem. So it's like the clients that come to me now who have gone to YouTube, I love them because they're like, Jennifer, I already did this. I did that. I did this. You know, I know you told me if I'm self-employed, I can't ride off the moon. So I didn't, I was honest. And I'm like, Oh are honest thank you I mean and that's something you know as the YouTube has evolved you know it started off just educating solving basic questions like you know clients asking this here's the link right but as it's evolved it's let me have a platform and a voice for stuff in the industry that I think is wrong and for me when I get a call from someone even if it's like they didn't work with me. They worked with someone else, but they watched the channel, they utilized the tips, and they were able to save money or change something better in their life. It's just it's what makes me go. You know, the money gets empty after you've been in the business for 13 years. So you've got to have a passion.
0: So what was the catalyst? So so you had an agent come to you uh three years ago that they wanted you to send individual videos and and then, you know. What was the big push that that made you finally do this? And and I know you're saying earlier, and everyone needs to, to remember this too. Like you have to be entertained by yourself in order to be able to sit in front of a camera for 10 minutes.
1: I'm, I'm super entertained by myself. Um and the original videos, and I'm actually sad some of them are archived because they're amazing. They are so horrible. Like I'm wearing five layers of makeup. I look like, you know, I'm going to sing in a drag bar at any minute. Like they are rough. And I'm like, so stiff. Hi, I'm Jennifer Beeston with Guaranteed Rate Mortgage. You know, and I did it because it was my biggest real estate partner. And then once I started doing it, you know, I watched my son who at the time was probably about 13. He was on YouTube all the time. And I was like, Oh. There's a whole generation that's going to learn things. Let's go. And then I told myself I would do it for a year, see what happened. And then it became two years. And then this is the year that it really just popped.
0: You know, it's it's really interesting that you mentioned YouTube and seeing your son on it because I was just reading an article uh, this morning that Mark Cuban was interviewed in and he was, spe- uh, if you all don't know, uh, he's a, mega reader and you spends five to six hours a day reading. Um, Yes. Yes. The shark. But uh, so he he has a, a thirst and a quest for knowledge. And he talks about how the way that we consume knowledge is ever changing. And so one of the things that he was mentioning was he was talking about his children and the time that they spend on YouTube and how he sees, you know, and, and it was just even mentioning in the articles, like, listen, it's okay if you're not reading every day, but you need to be learning and moving the needle on however you do learn for yourself to continue that quest, which is exactly where people are headed and what you're doing. Very impressive.
1: Thank you. I'm, I watch my kid. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's turned out really well for me, but I am doing three videos a week. You know, consistency is important. You're going to often, you know, have stuff like I'm trying to move into a new platform right now and it's brutal. And I have my stepdaughter helping me out with it because she's young and she understands it. And she's like, I've never seen so many views with so little likes. And I'm like, welcome to my life. Like, (laughs) you know, you've got to have a sense of humor. If you go after any of these digital platforms, you've got to be able just to go, It will come at some point if it's meant to, and just put your head down and do the work. Just like, you know, we do as loan officers, you need to put your head down and work.
0: So you said something really key there. It's the, it's the consistency. And we were, we were talking before we started here. You know, you can't just do something twice. And so many people do it. It's like, oh, I did it twice. Uh, it didn't work. It, it must work for Jennifer. It doesn't, doesn't work for me. So when when you came up with the plan in 2018 to start doing it, did you set out say you were going to start doing three videos a week? No,
1: no. I mean, it was one of those things. It was so awkward and painful. Um, and it, there's a learning curve, too, because you're like, you know, you go through all these stages of like, well, do I need to get a better camera? Do I need to get a studio? Do I need to, what do I need to do? Um, And I think I was doing like one video a week and I wasn't as consistent year two. I got more consistent this year is when last year was when we started really seeing the business, you know, come from it. Like we started getting the calls of like, Jen, I, I just watched 13 videos and I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? Like, I'm so sorry. Like 13 videos can be super annoying. Um, so then I was like, okay, this is a real business. Um, this is really where my business is going. I can do what I want. I need to do more. And going from one to two to three has been the ticket. And realistically it's probably going to increase even more.
0: So the the things about this that you should all be paying attention to right now. So the beast is only dependent on herself for Mm -hmm. referrals. Uh, We all love our realtor business, but she's generating income and referrals that come with or without them. That's absolutely number one. Consistency is always, always key. And, you're providing value. So, so talk to us about the messaging of what you're doing in your content and your videos and what you're putting together to really snag people in.
1: Uh, You know, it's, it's interesting because I think about that a lot. Like, how could I get more people? But at the same point, like my, if you go to my YouTube channel, it's not salesy at all. It's very educational I'm kind of like the best friend who's in lending, who's going to be like, no bullshit. Hey, that guy's trying to screw you. Watch out for this. You know, you better know this, this, and this. If you have a 400 credit score, like, let's stop pretending. You need to go work on that first. It's very blunt. Um, and I lost my train of thought. What was the question again? I got distracted.
0: But just how you're coming up with the content and what how you're
1: um, so I use real world stuff. What's going on? Um, something that's really important for me is veterans and active military, because I do feel like in our industry, they are the segment that gets taken advantage of the most. And if you are a lender watching this or listening to this right now, who's thinking that they can charge more because they do VA loans, I strongly urge you to stop that practice. So I do VA Wednesday, every single Wednesday, Um, And that's something that's very important to me and content driven, because it is a loan segment where I see the most misinformation. um, And it's also where I see the biggest rate differences. And for me, being in California, because people are always like, oh, why don't you do bigger loans? Why don't you do bigger loans? I don't want it. I mean, I love like I you give me an active duty member or a veteran like I don't care where in the country. I don't care how much the loan is. I will be more tied to that loan than if you give me a $2 million loan from, you know, a tech guy every single day. So my content is totally selfish. It's driven by what I'm seeing in the market. Um, and it's driven by, you know, what people are asking me all the time. Like, Hey Jen, I don't know about this or that. So I think with content where people trip up as they try to get to, um, Fancy, and the bottom line is, people just they just want to understand the process. And as lenders, as much as we try to help them understand the process, um, it's very confusing. There's a lot of lingo, and if we can just be real about the process, that's all the content you need.
0: So it's incredibly important to be selfish uh, in the content that you're putting out and what you're doing because you're not going to be real if you're not doing it, and yep. there's going to be no consistency. You won't do it over and over again and I'm really passionate about helping veterans myself yeah. as well too. And, and, you know, if you're a manager and you're, you're setting your margins and, and you have your VA margins that match your FHA instead of your conventional, like you're not doing it right. I'm just going to tell you that right now. I mean, it's way too many veterans are preyed upon, like you yeah. said.
1: And I'm I like, that's the big push in my career is I just want it to change. And I feel like you know, I always joke that as soon as veterans are known as the most annoying rate shoppers, I've won. I've won because, you know, it's just nuts. Like I was talking to a guy last week and he was being quoted
0: 4.75. So just for frame <laughs> a frame of reference in case you're listening to this in 2022. Uh, 2.3. <laughs> yeah. We're actually on, it's veterans day that we're recording this in 2020 yeah. and like three days ago was the cheapest rates in the history of, of mortgages. So um,
1: low twos, right? I yeah. mean, low twos, no points, you know, that's kind of consistently where I see the market should be. You've got your big players who are always about half a percent higher because they just, the money just comes to them and they, you know, they don't need to try. And then you've got these outliers where they're charging these insane things. Like I had a gal who was crying on the phone to me because I quoted her credit wasn't great. It was a little bit over 600. We quoted two and a half and the other lender five and a half, five and a half. And they had said it because your credit's not good enough. So we have to charge you this. VA requires it. No, they don't.
0: VA requires it. Yeah.
1: VA requires it. That's what these lenders say on everything. Oh, hey, you know, they'll have like, VA lender fee, not the funding fee. VA lender, it's a VH. No, it's not. You know, so yeah, that's my passion, as you might (laughs) have caught.
0: Interesting. They're telling people on the least defaulted of all the loans that VA requires us to charge you more, even with poor credit. The loans are the least defaulted loans in our country. So. Awesome. Very, very interesting. So before you uh, became a, a mortgage YouTube sensation, uh, so you've been in the business for 13 years, how, how are you deriving your business? What kind of volume were you doing? Uh, was it was it all rubbing elbows with realtors? What, what was your business like and how much more do you like it now or, or what do you miss from before?
1: Um, I like it a lot more now. Um, I can say that because since I am consumer direct, I don't have the same, you know, when realtors are feeding you, often there's realtors you don't want to work with, you know, maybe they're not the most ethical realtors. And a big point in my career was when I could finally say to those people, bye, bye, (laughs) see ya, bye. You know, because when you are being fed by realtors, you do have some sort of alliance to them. And I don't think that's in the consumer's best interest. Like you can be a really good lender and still protect the consumer. I'm not saying that you can't do that. I'm just saying if the consumer comes to direct, it's more authentic. So I love that. I love, you know, especially like there's a lot of realtors that are straight up divas. You guys know them. They call you at 10 o'clock at night. They're super annoying. They bird dog you like you could have closed 100 transactions for them in under 20 days, and they are calling you Of status, can you give me status? I need a status. Are you sure the appraisal was ordered? And it's like, oh my God, please go die. Like I'm trying to work. So I don't miss that. I do still have realtors that I work with. Um, I do still pursue certain realtors, but they're people that I admire. They're people that are ethical and they're people that I would trust my son to work with. And that's what I love about my business now is the choice.
0: Is your son moving right into the business in two years? Um,
1: You know, it's interesting. I keep on trying to hire him to do stuff. I'm like, do my YouTube, do this or that. He has zero interest. He wants to go to NYU. Um, My husband has a small venture cap firm. So he wants to go work with my husband. I'm not cool enough. (sighs) It's It's okay. Um, So, but prior to that, so I built my business. I came in in 2007, right as the market was erupting. Um, and I really got into FHA VA because no one else wanted to touch it. Um, and then I was working at countrywide and I had a manager that's like, Oh, you're a hungry little loan officer. Cause I was the person that phone rang. I actually got in trouble for answering it too much because it used to be like, you know, whoever answered the phone got the lead. And I was just like, so yeah. Um, so Did I started I your
0: hand too much in school. I, why? You raise your hand too much in school. Were you that kid? Uh,
1: no, I would just kind of yell it out loud. <laughs> Not the best of the rules, but yeah. Um, So it was the foreclosure days. So I got dragged in by being, um because the banks, because Countrywide became Bank of America, we would do pre-approvals on the foreclosures. So I started doing a lot of that. They gave me the um parts of California with the lowest loan amounts because <laughs> I was new. Thankfully, it's been really good to me. Um, so I built relationships with those agents. And then business was really tough, like 2009, 10. Um, but the same agent that told me to get on video told me to learn HomePath. And I learned HomePath and became the expert and chased every single realtor that did HomePath. Hey, have them call me. I know this loan. I can do it inside and out. Built those relationships. I mean, I was, I was 70% realtor up until two years ago.
0: Yeah, that's it. we we uh, I, I did so much two o three k business from two thousand nine to to two thousand thirteen. Like, yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean, I'm not telling some realtors I did other loans, and all of a sudden I was evaluating things six months a year later. I'm like, man, I did like ten two o three ks for you last year. Did you not close any other business? They're Like you close conventional loans. I was just like, oh, what a fail, Sean.
1: Oh, uh, that happens too. Like, yeah. you know, cause I'm starting to get that where people are like, oh, you do conventional cause of the VA thing. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm still 50%, 60% conventional.
0: So for everybody listening here, like there's a, there's a couple of really key things. So finding your passion, finding niches. And one of the things that, that I love when you put those two things together <laughs> And with Jennifer being direct to consumer, it is, it's so scalable. And like, I love to work. I love to work about 40 hours a week. And personally, I'm just done working more than that. I've put in too many long days for too long to, to not have the team and the business that that I have built. And when you have something that's scalable and you provide all the information, like somebody can just pick up the phone to Jennifer's partner. They've very rarely even, I don't know if that's how you're running your business right now, but but you don't even need to really talk to you that much because they've already made the decision to use you when that call comes yeah. in and that's I a mean, great feeling.
1: I, it is. And it's something that I'm really working on this year because it, I mean, last year I did 70 million. So going from 70 to, you know, if everything closes and we're all having processing fun in the industry right now, like probably 220 right? That's a huge jump. So, and it's market driven, of course, but it's also all the states. Um, so I am adding to my team in terms of like, you know, uh, um, my assistants are licensed. Like if you're going to have an assistant, you should have them be licensed so that they can quote rates. Um, but I am trying to figure out how to scale bigger more and more because I really do want I, I want that VA message out there. Like I really do. And I know the more people that I can get on the front lines, we can just blow it up, which is really exciting.
0: So, Jennifer, somebody wants to uh to find you, should they go to YouTube? Is that the best spot?
1: I mean, YouTube's a good place to start. You uh, can also go to TikTok and laugh at how terribly I'm doing. Like that might make you feel better. If you're starting out on YouTube and you're like, this is horrible. I hate this. Go to my TikTok and feel my shame. It's okay. <laughs> you just have to suck it up. And know that in like 15 years, it will work out okay.
0: Any other parting words you want to leave our listeners and watchers today?
1: I I think the best thing you can do for your business is be passionate about what you like and be true to yourself. Don't try to be someone you're not. Like when I try to be super professional and polished, it's not who I am. You know, and know your guidelines, know your guidelines. It doesn't matter how good of a salesperson you are. If you don't know your guidelines, you will fail. How's that?
0: <laughs> I would love for every loan officer on the planet to, to know their guidelines. That would make at least the ones that work with me it would make all of our lives a whole lot easier.
1: And the borrowers go yeah. figure. And then maybe realtors would be less annoying.
0: We yeah. <laughs> trust that we were going to get the deals done when they are sent to us.
1: Yeah. It'd be good. Okay. Well, I appreciate talking. You've broken me in with my fear of this whole format. So thank you for the opportunity to bore people today.
0: Well, I (laughs) appreciate you sharing your light and your knowledge uh, and not boring anybody today. Uh, Friends, we appreciate you listening to us. Uh, We are going to be live in Dallas on December 4th and 5th uh, due to the years that we've had this is only our second live event that we've been able to to have but go to nextleveldallas.com if you want to come and join us there again next dot jennifer you are amazing enjoy being on many many more podcasts and uh crush it on tiktok just like you've been on youtube wish me luck well have a great day